This is Gemar Nadarim Medaf Samoch. Hey, old learning for this month, the month of Tevis, has been generously sponsored by a close friend of the Daf as an incredible schos aliyah neshama for Yelev ben Yaakov v'b'siyata deshmaya. The learning the entire Chabura Daf by Daf, each word of Torah, Talmud Torah, Kenege Kulam, should bring Rav Yelev and Rav Yaakov to a higher iron place in Ganeden Shel Maila. We're holding the top of Samachayim and Aleph. Apologies for the lack of video. Hopefully tomorrow. That should be back up and running, but at least the audio and everything else is working, Baruch Hashem. So the top line of Samachayim and Aleph, we're going, continuing the discussion about Moshe Rabbeinu, which we're learning from what the halacha is, of being Moider in from someone, and whether you need to be Matirit B'fanav. Let's see the Gemara. It says the Gemara, the top line, Samachayim and Aleph. Tanya, HaMoider HaNamei and actually, I'm sorry, one more last public service announcement that we are having a wonderful fundraiser for our shul. Please look out for that, for that link if anyone would like to contribute. Tanya. So if you make a nether hanah from your friend, you only are able to be makel, to be matir, to get rid of the nether of in his presence. Now, what exactly is the case is a large discuss- discussion in the Rishayim over here. Is this case only if you made a nether hana for the need of your friend, like the Ran in the second line points out, or not? As we'll see the case of Meishar Rabbeinu in a moment. Says the Gemara of Nahanimili. Where do we know this day that you have to be in front of your friend? Amr Rav Nachman. Tichsev. It says in the Torah, Yemar Hashem El Moshe B'Midyon. Hashem said to Moshe in Midyon, Lech Shov Mitzrayim. Go back. Return to where? To Mitzrayim. Ki Meisu Kola Anashim. Because all the people that wanted to kill you have died. So Amr Lai. So explains the Gemara that Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu B'Midyon Nadar Tolecham. You made your, excuse me, b'midyon nadarta. You made your neder in midyon. One neder did he make? He made a neder in front of Yisrael. Vahatar nidrecha b'midyon. Therefore, go back home, not home, go back to midyon to be matir, to be makel, to get rid of your neder in midyon. Why? So that Yisrael is there and you'll be matir, the neder, in front of Yisrael. Where do we see this in the Torah? Dechseh, five lines down, Samachayah, Meralif, V'yoyel Moshe, which uh, is the name of uh, the Samar wedding hall. But V'yoyel Moshe, I always wondered what the Vav was. It's from the Pasuk. Says the Pasuk, V'yoyel Moshe. And Moshe was Yoyel. What does Yoyel mean? It means, as we'll see in a moment, means to make a nether from the word Allah. In Allah, from the word V'yoyel, Allah Shavua. The word Allah is a Shavua. As the Pasik says that he, this is a different Pasik, not about Meshach Rabbeinu, but rather a Pasik about Nebuchadnezzar, and he brought him, who's the him, as Gemara is going to explain in a moment, is Sitzki Yahu. He brought him a bit Allah with a Allah with a Shavua. So what do we see? As the Pasik says, the Gamamelch Nebuchadnezzar. Marad and Nebuchadnezzar, and he, excuse me, also rebelled against Nebuchadnezzar, that made him swear by Hashem Chaim. So it says the Gemara, so we see that the word Allah is the same word as the word Vayoyel, 
And that's the reason why we're learning that Moshe Rabbeinu was V'yoyal Moshe. He made an adir in front of Yisrael. Hashem tells him, Yisrael, go back. Go back to Yisrael. Go back to Midian. So that what? So that you're able to be matir in the nether in front of Yisrael. And that is the source for t- halacha number one of the day of the top line of the Amud. Ha'amodir ha'namich ha'veirah if yofta bimikil is be'fa'nav in front of him. And of course, as we pointed out, the nether over here was litzayrech Yisrael. That's the reason why some of our should learn that it's only a din if it's a neder, not only that's a neder, excuse me, litzayrech chaveiroi. Says the Gemara, Mayamar Dute, what was the neder? What, excuse me, what was the redia? What was the rebellion? What's this referred to? This is going back in the Pasuk of Sitkiyo and Nebuchadnezzar. What was the rebellion of Sitkiyo? Says the Gemara, Ashkei Sitkiyo, Nebuchadnezzar, Davika Achel, Arnevachayo. Nebuchadnezzar was having a wonderful meal. You know what his meal was? His meal was a live rabbit. Nebuchadnezzar is sitting down to a wonderful meal of an Arneva Chaya. So one day Sitkiyo walks in and he sees Nebuchadnezzar chomping in to a live little bunny rabbit. I don't know if it was little. But either way, and what happens, Nebuchadnezzar sees that Sitkiyo sees him sees him, sees him uh, eating this wonderful rabbit. And Nebuchadnezzar is nervous. What's Nebuchadnezzar nervous? That Sitzkiyo is going to tell everyone that Nebuchadnezzar is uh, quite a barbaric fellow. So Amar So he says to Sitzkiyo, Nebuchadnezzar says to him, Ashtabali, swear to me that what? That you're not going to reveal. And you're not going to tell anyone. What you saw over here, he makes it make a shvua that he will not reveal that he saw Nebuchadnezzar eating this rabbit. Ishtaba, Sitkiyo swears. Lesayf, at the end of the day, I have a commit stire, Sitkiyo, begufei. Sitkiyo so badly wanted to tell people. Why did Sitkiyo want to tell people? He wanted to tell people so that he could undermine Nebuchadnezzar's rulership. And Sitkiyo was ill due to the tsariya that he wanted to reveal, but he couldn't do to the nadar. So it shall ashvuase. So what does Sitzkiyo do? He goes to the Sanhedrin and he shail on the neder and he asks the Sanhedrin for if they could undo the neder. And what happened? They do. Va'amar. And what happens? So Amar. So Sitzkiyo tells everyone that he see on Nebuchadnezzar eating a live rabbit in order to undermine the power of Nebuchadnezzar. Shama Nebuchadnezzar to come mevazinlei. So Nebuchadnezzar hears that people are making fun of him. Why? Because he ate a rabbit. Shalach va'aisi Sanhedrin v'sitkiyo. Nebuchadnezzar is not a happy camper. He goes and he brings whom? Both the Sanhedrin and Sitkiyo in front of him. Amr lahoin chazitin, Micah Sitkiyo. And he tells the Sanhedrin, who originally, Nebuchadnezzar treated them very nicely, as we'll see. He put them on golden chairs, etc. And now Nebuchadnezzar tells the Sanhedrin, do you see what Sitkiyo has done to me? Did he not make a shvua? Did he not make a shvua that he's not going to reveal that which he saw? So Sanhedrin said, Yeah, he made a shvua, but he was shayl on the nether, and we released it, and we were made on the nether. So Nebuchadnezzar says, Is that the halacha? Do you really let people be released from their nedarim? Amrulayin? Shanezid said yes. 
So Amr Lahos Nebuchadnezzar learned the Darim Daf Samachay. And Nebuchadnezzar says, What do you mean? What's the halach? When you're being makele in a nether, does it have to be in front of the person he made the nether in front of? So Amr Lehi, says, you're right. So Amr So Nebuchadnezzar says, If it has to be in front of the person, what happened over here? How are you able to be made for the nether not in front of me? My time, What is the reason you didn't tell Sitkiyo that you can't undo the nether unless I show up? So Miyan Vukhanetzer is upset. Yashula Aretz Gidmu Zikne Basiyon. He takes his Sanhedrin, he takes his Zikne Basiyon, he makes him sit on the ground, he takes him off their fancy chairs. Amarad Yitzchak Sheshamtu Karamitachtehem. What did he do? He removed the couches, the pillows, the cushions from underneath the Sanhedrin as he was upset at the way that they ruled. And this is a story. Excuse me, it's a story proving the dinner we just said. That when one is when one is moizer no mechaveray, he has to be if he's being matir has to be bifanav. Continues, excuse me, a little bit of a cold. One second. Continues the new mishnah on the bottom of samachay amidalv. Rabbi Meir Oimer says Rameyer. Yesh Devar, there are things Shehin Kinoilad, Veinon Kinoilad. And this is a bit of a continuation of the end of the previous Mishnah, in which we learned the Machlaikas, Eveliezer taught us, you yes are Paischem Benoilad, and the Chachamim disagreed. Comes along Rameir, and he says an interesting statement. There are times that something is like Noilad, but not like Noilad. Now, what exactly this means, we're going to see in a moment in the Gemara. So says the Mishnah Kesan, what is such a scenario? Amar, if someone says, Someone says, I'm not going to marry a certain girl because her father is bad. And they tell him, guess what? Mace, that man has died. Or he's not right anymore, he did tshuva. Or another case. I'm not going to enter a certain house because there's a bad dog inside of it. Or there's a snake inside of it. They tell the person, the dog has died. Or the snake has succumbed. They are like Noilad and not like Noilad. So the Mishnah already has not really explained what is this phrase Shehin kinoilad and not kinoilad. So the ran over here, let's look at the ran. The ran is five lines from the bottom of the Amid says, Visha ketoilad nidroi bedavar, because he hangs the nether on something. The kim adamr shaviyara, mashma, what does it apply? Kozma shaviyara, ulavika kishamis, also tshuva, shari. So the ran is learning, though what does this mean? It's kinoilad and not kinoilad. Seemingly the ran is saying that it's shari. That you don't even need to be shayel on it. We had a whole machlekes in the previous mishnah. If a noilad, if a new situation is something that you're able to use as a pesach, seemingly the way the ran is learning, Rameir is coming along over here, and he is saying that what it's shari. You don't even need to ask on the neder. The mefirish 
uh, on the side of the page, in the place of Rashi, speaks out. Let's look at it for one moment. Says the Mephirosh, did dummy l'noilad? It's similar. So Mavarish is learning similarly, seemingly a lower level that what? That it's similar to Noilad in the event that, but it does work. Works that what? It can be used as a Pesach, but you need to have that Pesach. Let's see the Gemara. It says the Gemara on the bottom of Samachayam and Aleph. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. This is a classical case of Noilad. It's a new development. So how could Rameyer say that this works? So we have two explanations of the Mishnah. Ravuna says, you know how it works? Because we make it as if he made his nether dependent on this entity. That the only reason he made a neder is if the father is ra. If there is a snake, if there is a dog. So if there's no snake, there's no dog, the father's not ra, the neder automatically implodes. Rav Yechran Amar, a different tarot, it's fine nuance. The Gemara said, of course, explain the difference. Last line, Tabachayim and Aleph. Kavar meis, kavar asa tshuva kamrile. Says Rav Yechran, no. The case is that... Not that the father does tshuva in the future, that the snake, the dog dies. No. The case is, says Rabbi Yechanan, that he finds out afterwards, guess what? The snake already has died, the dog already has died, or the father has done tshuva. So at the time of the neder, explains Rabbi Yechanan, there was no neder, because in reality, there was no snake, there was no dog, or the father already did tshuva. So two explanations of what the din of the Mishnah is. And as we turn over to Samachayim and Beis, we're going to see what exactly is the difference between these two answers. Masiv Rav Abba asks Rav Abba, Kainim Shani Naisalipleinis, Ki Oira. If someone makes a nadir, I'm not going to marry this person who is ugly. Varina, guess what? She's beautiful. Shachayra, I don't want to marry her because she's a dark complexion. Vayilavana, and she's light. Kitzara, she's short. Vayirucha, and she's long. Mutterba says this Braisam. Says, excuse me, says this Mishnah, this is the Mishnah from tomorrow, Zaman and Dav Samachvav, this is the end of our Mishnah, very important detail. Says the Mishnah, they're mutter, he's mutter to marry her. And the Mishnah now explains why. The reason is not because she became beautiful, she became light, she became tall, but rather Allah, Shahaneder Taos. The reason is that the neder was a toys. So now the Gemara explains the question. The first terrorist of Ravuna that he said it's as if he hung the neder on a matter. So the Mishnah now is explaining that first the Mishnah, our Mishnah explains the case A when you hung the neder on something. Now Mishnah 2, the end of this Mishnah we just quoted, are teaching me a nether that was a tayis. He made a mistake. She wasn't ugly. She wasn't tall, short, etc. Everyone already can anticipate the question. Rav Yechon learned that our Mishnah was this exact case. The guy's already died. He already did tshuva. It's already beautiful. It's the exact same case two times. Says the Gemara, good question, Kasha, and we leave it with that. 
Oh, you begin the next Mishnah of Aidam Ramir Ramir continues talking. About 13 lines down. Says Rameir, we make a Pesach for now, which is written in the Torah of Aimim Loi, we tell the person. Either you see the idea, if you would have known Shat Aiver out, that by making this letter, you know you're being Aiver on. Lo Yisakum, you're being Aiver on, that you should not take revenge. Va'aloi Sitar, and you're being Aiver not to hold a garage. Va'aloi Sitar, not to hate your friend in your heart. And as well, to love your friend like yourself. And as well, the Chayachichimach. That your brother should live with you. Why is it a chayichimach? Shuani, because the person you made in that, what if that person becomes poor? So you're going to be over on the, the assay to be chayichimach, let your friend live, brother live with you, meaning to support him. And Omar, if after hearing these psukim, the person that made the nether says, Ilu yisi, if I would have known this, I would never have made a nether, harei zem mutter. That is a good Pesach, and they'll be mutter. So continues our mayor in teaching us that we have another category of nadarim that we can get rid of the nadar if the person by hearing all the different issues that he's creating by making the nadar, the fact that you're either on holding a grudge and hating your friend and not being able to support him, etc. He says, Oi, if I would have known that, I would never read the nadar. That is a good Pesach, says Rameir. Says the Gemara, Ravuna Barkatino, the Rabbanon. Ravuna Barakatina said to Rabban, Nema called him Ani Lava Lai Nafil? Says Ravuna to Ravkatina, I don't understand. The Mishnah makes it sound like Chayachichimach, that if this person turns poor, you're over on Chayachichimach because you have a personal obligation to support him. Says, says Ravuna Barakatina, I don't understand. Why doesn't he say, called him Ani Lava Lai Nafil? The support of every per- person comes to me. My Demati Li. Whatever I'm able to support, I'll give to everyone. Why doesn't the person that make the nether say simply, what? what's the problem? Because this guy's poor? No, I'm not. I'm still going to give money to the communal tzedakah fund. And then let this guy be supported from there. Why do I have a personal obligation to support him? So Amar Lei explains the Gemara. Gemara. So answers the Gemara, they say to this man that anyone who falls into poverty does not immediately go to the Gabe Saka. Meaning, the reason you're ever in Chayach this is a bit of a Chiddush in Helchai Sadaka, is that when one becomes needy, he becomes poor. Does he immediately call up the Sadaka fund and say, I need money? Of course not. First, he relies on his friends and family. And this guy who made a nether is part of the friends and family. So if you, the person that made the neder, part of this person's friends and family, does not go and support him, you're over chayach I let him go to the communal fund. He's not holding it going to the communal fund. He didn't go there yet. And that's the reason why you're going to be over chayach if you do not support him. If you, excuse me, if you made a neder, you're not able to support him. And that's the reason why this would help as being a good Pesach. And we continue towards the bottom of Samachayim and Beis with another Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, this is going to bring us back to our Ksubis days. You know what another Pesach is based on his wife's Ksuba. What does that mean? Someone made a nether enough from his wife's Ksuba. 
and the ksuba was 400 dinar, this person made a nether, he can't get any enough from his wife. So what happens? He has to divorce her. Why does he have to divorce her? Because every man has a biblical obligation to give his wife Hana the conjugal obligations. And therefore, since he can't give that to his wife, he has to divorce her. Great. Well, not great, but okay, he divorces her. Comes along, and now she says, okay, you're divorcing me, you need to pay me my ksuba. How much is the ksuba? 400 dinar. So he comes to Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Kiva says, guess what? You got to give her 400 dinar. Amr Allah, says, man, says, Rabbi, it's Rabbi Akiva. My father left me 800 dinarim. My brother took 400. And I took 400. So let my ex-wife, the woman I just had to divorce, let her take 200 I'll take 200. I have to lose everything to this woman. I'm sorry. Even if you would have to sell the hair on your head, you have to give her a ksuba. The man responds, If I would have known this, I would have never made a neder. And look at that. And Rav Kiva knows the neder based upon that detail once he hears that the person would have never made the nether. A little bit of a parenthetical point. Now he could give his wife a no. Uh, I guess that means he could remarry her. I don't see the Mepharshim here uh, discussing in practicality what would happen. Um, yeah, okay, let's leave it with that. Says the Gemara, one second. We have a Ksubis problem. We just said that this man has 800 bucks. His brother took 400. He took 400. He's obligated to give his wife the whole 400. Ask the Gemara, Metalklin mi mishtabdi liksubasa. What? Cash? Cash is mishubat liksuba? No, it's not. Amar Abayo, karka shava chazmeyaz dinar. No, it means it was land worth 800 dinar. Ask the Gemara one second, Vakitani sarai shai. Says the Gemara, Vakitani said, you even have to pay from the hair on your head. Vasarai shai metaltlinu. That's metaltlin, and that shouldn't be mishubat. Hachi Kamar explains the Gemara. Afilu atamoycher sarai shacha vaoychel. Even if you're going to have to sell the hair of your head to be able to eat, meaning you have to give everything for the ksuba, ah, you're going to have nothing left. Okay, so take all your metaltin, even the hair of your head, and sell that to support yourself. So says the Gemara, okay, but you know what we see from here? Shemas mina, from here we see a fascinating din. Ein misadjun l'bal chayf. It seems like from here we're going to see a cloud. Let's say someone owes someone else money, and by paying back the chayf, He's going to have absolutely nothing, not even the basic requirements. So this is the Machlekes elsewhere, most notably in Bab Mitzia. Are we misader lebal chayf? Do we make an assessment for one who owes someone else money and we say to him, okay, you owe the man a thousand dollars, but if you give him the thousand dollars, you're going to have not enough to support yourself. So we let him leave for himself um, X amount in order to be able to support himself. Do we do that? So it sounds from our Gemara that no, we wouldn't do that. Because we're seeing over here that he even has to pay her on expense of the hair of her head. Answers the Gemara, Amr Anach of Yitzchak, as we turn over to Samach Vavam and Aleph momentarily, Loimar She'ein Mekarin Shtar No, you know what Rav Kiva meant? Rav Kiva just meant that even if you'd have to pay the 400 dinar, you would have to, meaning we don't tear up the Ksuba 
document. The woman holds on to the Ksuba document and she'll be able to collect from it. And it's true, if right now in order to pay this woman you're going to lose every penny that you own, right now you will not have to pay her. But eventually you'll have to. That is the end of the Gemara. We'll pick it up in the mission on the next year. B'siyata d'shmayo.